Hi, and welcome to Where the White Coats Come Off podcast. We are Katie and Beth, PAs and doctors of medical science, who are here to help you get accepted into PA school, get through PA school, and then have a thriving career as a PA. So if you are a pre-PA, a PA student, or a physician assistant, then you are in the right place. We are so happy you are here and so excited for your future. Before we get started, we want to tell you about something super exciting. We have never done this before, and we know it will be insanely valuable to you. We have an application to acceptance course that shows you exactly how to create your most competitive CASPA application, and it's a game changer for helping you get into PA school. But here's what we're going to do. When you sign up for our application to acceptance course, we are going to go through every single piece of your application with you every week. So not only do you get the course, but you get us every week to help you personally create your strongest, most competitive CASPA application. We help you get your personal statement done and make sure it's epic help create your strongest CASPA experience descriptions and everything in between so that you're ready to submit when CASPA opens this upcoming cycle. And not just submit, but submit with confidence in your most competitive application so you can land those interviews and get accepted into PA school. Check it out in the show notes. Now on to today's episode. Today, we have something super special for you, another candidate success story, Danielle Watts. We are so excited to have her on the podcast today, and we hope you love this episode. Join us in welcoming Danielle to our podcast. Thank you so much for being here today with us. To get started, just tell us a little bit about you. Hi, Katie and Beth. Nice to see you both again. This is pretty exciting to be featured. The last time we had a Zoom call, like you guys were fine tooth calling through my application and told me like I was going to make it one day. And- Finally, like I had that side relief because I was accepted into a PA program recently. Um, but my name is Danielle. I live in Corona, California, which is in Southern California. Um, went to undergrad at Cal State San Marcos, majored in biology um, with an emphasis in molecular cell biology. So that kind of got me some medicine classes at San Marcos. We didn't have like a pre-PA club or anything like that, but we did have a pre-health society. So I joined that like right away my freshman year. Um, sustainability club has a special place in my heart, joined that right away. Um, my senior year I helped found Women in STEM, which supports like mm. all science fields. So awesome. um, definitely a good way to get involved like on your undergraduate campus. Awesome. Okay, yeah, that's awesome. Right. So I know everybody's journey is a little bit different, but can you let our listeners know kind of you know, when you first got interested in the PA profession and then kind of why, we know that's one of those questions that are sometimes hard to answer is why you, you know, want to be a PA, but kind of give us a little insight into that. Yeah, um, so in college, like in the Pre-Health Society, I met some people who were going to that um, PA route. And ever since I was a little kid, I knew, like, I was interested in medicine. Like, I was that weird kid that when I got an IV, I had to be staring at it and know exactly what was going on. Like, I played sports my whole life, like broken bones, blood, like, never bothered me. Um, and no one else in my family went into medicine, so these like quirks about me, I figured that's something I should go with, but I didn't know what to do. So in college, I finally decided like the PA career would be awesome. There's a level of autonomy that I was comfortable with, like it's the number one job on U.S. News and World Report. I started shadowing a PA in San Diego, um, and he became like my mentor. He had such a cool experience because he did orthopedic surgery. And it was on-call OB, so, like, what a range that is. Yeah. Huge range. So, like, just a lot of factors in your life kind of led me down the path to applying to PA school. And definitely was a tough road. Um, I was a reapplicant, and 
I am kind of grateful, well, I'm definitely grateful to have gotten in the second year because not only did I mature a lot more, but I felt more confident and comfortable through the application process, through the interview. I remember my first cycle, I was very set on like reading all the forums and reading all these Facebook posts and like I kept telling myself, I don't answer one question with the star method, I'm not going to get in. Like that was my mentality the first year. Honestly, it was not, like, it did not help me at all. It only made me, like, nervous and not really come off, like, bubbly and friendly and, like, you know, myself. So the second year interviewing, I didn't prepare too much. Like, I did just enough. I found some free resources at my undergraduate university. They helped me with my application, both of you. Fabulous ladies helped me with my application. And I just was more myself the second year around. I knew I'm ready for this. I'll move anywhere. I'm not going to apply just in California. Some advice I got from both of you. Yeah, no, I love that the fact that you, you brought up the fact that like, you know, being genuine is so, so important um, because we know that everybody's journey is different. And so a lot of students think like, oh, the forums tell me that I should answer this interview question this way. But again, you know, it, you're, you're interviewing with yourself. And so we know some about you with your CASP application and then sometimes you send your CV and stuff. So I just love the fact that you're like, hey, I decided, you know, this is what I want to do. I was going to be me instead of listening to all this other advice and all these other voices in my head. And that really is true because that's the reason we do PA school interviews, you know. So I think being genuine is really, really important. And I also love the fact that you state like, hey, I didn't know I wanted to be a PA until I was in college. Because we get students all the time that say, I feel like I'm behind, you know, I'm a freshman or a sophomore. And, you know, I just found out about this profession. And we're like, there is no behind. Like, some people don't know. And so you need to do exactly what Danielle does and join, you know, help societies and kind of figure out where you want to be. And it's okay if you haven't wanted to be a PA since you were two years old. We don't expect that. You know, everybody's journey is different. So thank you so much for sharing that. Because I just think our listeners really need to know that, you know, there is no behind. And you truly, truly need to be yourself and genuine because we are healthcare providers. We interview people all the time. And so we can usually tell when someone is trying to tell us what we think that we want to hear, but we really, really want to hear about you. So thank you so much for that like piece of advice for our listeners. Yes, we want the authentic you for sure. Tell us a little bit about your patient care and healthcare experience. New York and you know the 
most impacted like emergency departments and are doing so much like what can I do to kind of help during a global pandemic so I figured screening at the front doors was the best bet for me as a medical assistant to help in any way I could um, and I enjoyed that experience as well. Your compassion is yeah. so evident. Like not only do you work with one of the more difficult populations in medicine, they require a lot of patience and a lot of understanding and, and not to mention that, but you were like, what can I do to help in the pandemic? You know, I see all these other people, PAs going up to New York and to all these hot spots, but what can I do to serve my community? Just love that. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly what we're looking for. Like, you know, in PA school. So we're trying to tease that out. Like the people who are in it for the right reasons um, so it does sound like, you know, that that probably came through in your interview and I'm sure aided in your success, but um, it sounds like you had amazing patient care and healthcare experience, you had amazing volunteer experience. We know, however, one of our sayings is not everybody has a perfect application. So everybody has strengths and everybody has weaknesses. If you're comfortable, do you mind telling our audience what you think kind of your weakness was um, in your application? Yeah, I think my weakness over both years that I applied was definitely my GPA. It was lower than what you see like on the Facebook posts and in the forums, and I wasn't at the point where I wanted to do another master's degree to help my GPA because I don't think Casper recalculates that anyway, and that would just put me more in debt. I'm still paying off like my loans. So I was worried about my GPA definitely, and in the first year I applied, I think maybe in my maturity I wasn't ready yet, and also I didn't have as many hours as I did second year so I just kept working luckily like my volunteer experience and my experience working and I think my personal statement helped the negatives on my application Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's a powerful part of your application where your compassion uh, shone through and really showed like, hey, you know, these are all the things I'm doing because we know that we don't just look at numbers, right? Or we wouldn't do full-blown applications and we wouldn't interview students. If we just cared about the numbers, we would just feed you into a computer system and take the top 10%. So you're so right in the fact that like, hey, you're like, my strengths were my compassion and my patient care. And I wanted to show this to the admissions committee. And then your personal statement's a great place to do that. How many programs did you apply to this cycle, and where will you be attending? I applied to 13 programs, and I will be attending Bethel University in Tennessee. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Yay. That's our stomping ground. Okay, so a little bit about that. Any advice for people who are maybe reapplicants, so maybe didn't go their way the first year, or they just weren't prepared and kind of didn't know it? Um, what advice would you give students? Because as a reapplicant, a successful reapplicant, um, what do you think like some of your top tips would be? Hey guys, we just wanted to take a brief moment to tell you about something that we know will skyrocket your shot of getting accepted to PA school. Do you have an interview for PA school coming up? First off, congratulations. You have worked so hard to get to this point. Second, make sure you rock out your interview and land that seat so you can finally start living your dream as a PA. If you want to make sure to stand out in your interview, we created an interview course for you that will take you from average to an outstanding interviewee that programs can't wait to accept. We know what we're doing. We've interviewed candidates for years. We know exactly what students do right and what they do wrong during their interview answers and during their interview. This course has all the expert tips and advice from our years interviewing applicants and deciding who to accept and who not to accept. It has what to do, what not to do, what programs are actually asking between the lines, and so much more. Check it out in the show notes or at go.prepaclinic.com slash interview course. Again, show notes or go.prepaclinic.com slash interview course. We can't wait to hear which PA programs accept you after this course. Now back to today's episode. Uh, what advice would you give students 
because as a reapplicant, a successful reapplicant, um, what do you think like some of your top tips would be? Definitely redo your personal statement, especially if you're reapplying to a program you applied the first year. And a lot of advice I got from YouTube, you know, expand your search. Apply to schools that are valuing your strengths. You know, so if they require patient care hours and you have a lot, apply there. You know, if they require OCHEM and really hard science courses and maybe your GPA isn't the highest, maybe don't apply to that school because you can tell that they're valuing like maybe a higher GPA in that case and really take a fine tooth comb through the schools. Yeah, no, I think that's smart, smart advice. We always say you need to match your background, your experiences to the school and it might not be the school closest to you. And as you said, you know, you're California and you're going to come out to Tennessee, but I think it really, really is smart for you to understand that, hey, it's just for school. Once you become a PA, you can Google any any place in the United States and there will be a jobs opening for PA. So once you get your degree, you know, you can really work anywhere. And so it takes a level of maturity to realize that like, hey, I might have to go outside of this two hour radius or this comfortable radius. And again, that, that's the maturity level there saying like, I really want to be a PA. Um, so I think that's a fantastic tip for our listeners who are thinking maybe I'm a reapplicant. What can I do different this year? Well, just like Danielle said, kind of expand your search, focus more holistically on the schools and not so much more about like, you know, what's right next door because it might not match. So what about applicants that are in the interview, the thick of the interview process? Do you have any tips for them? Yeah, I would say do a mock interview. Either pay for a resource or if you can't afford it this time, look at your undergraduate university or junior colleges you went to in the past. They have a lot of resources for alumni. And just really try to figure out who am I like on my core, who, like who am I? in a genuine sense and try to make that come across. Don't try to be, have the robot answer, the perfect star method answer, unless you're comfortable with that. For me, I wasn't, um, so I need to not go that route um, the second cycle. And yeah, I guess that's the best advice I would say. Just be yourself, even though that's hard advice to take. How did your interviews go? My interview went really well. And one thing that really stood out in my interview is they were kind of saying like, oh, you're in California, moving to Tennessee, that's going to be a tough transition. Kind of worried, like, would I be able to make that happen? And I've realized, like, during the time, like, we all lived through a pandemic. We all lived through not seeing our families for months at a time, just worried about, like, our safety and our health. And we have so much technology. We have Zoom. We have FaceTime to stay connected with our family. And I know I can use those things to still maintain, like, a relationship with my support system, with my friends, um, even though it's like a far move. And I appreciate them asking that, like how would I adapt to like moving away from a support system? I just felt like really comfortable in the interview. I feel like they genuinely wanted to know me. I liked that I could tell they had my application in front of them. It just felt very personable. Yeah, hmm. no, I like, you brought up a really great point. Um, when you said, you know, they ask about like my support system and, and, and you said, hey, you know, I, been through a pandemic we've kind of been through you know this horrible thing in life like we figured out like what's important we've got technology and that's such a great answer to that question and again it shows your maturity because you know if you are flying out of state they might wonder why and if you have really great reasons about why this school and you're passionate about it and then you can have the maturity to say like i understand my family's back in california but you know we have zoom and we have facetime and it's only two and a half years and i'm chasing my dreams right now and they support me that's just such a great way of saying that and so you know listeners take take heed if any of this applies to you that's a great way of saying that in your interview because it shows so much about your maturity and about who you are as a person um, and so i really really like that so thank you so much for shedding some light on that 
Yeah, of course. And also, just to add on to that, I have had some tough questions prepared for them because I want to make sure, like, am I going to be a good fit, like, in the culture of this program? Mm -hmm. And I loved the way that they answered all of the questions I asked. You know, they said, we're looking for people who want to change the world. And I was like, well, that's me. Yeah, so one of the things we always say students, like, we're evaluating you to see if we think you're going to fit with our culture, but you also need to do some evaluation. You're going to be spending lots of money, lots of time, lots of life effort um, in this program, so, you know, you want to make sure it fits for you, too, so I love the fact that you were like, I had a really great feeling, it felt personal, it felt like someplace I could belong, because PA school is very cohesive, like, uh, you, you know, you can't practice a physical exam on yourself, right? So it takes a kind of a whole village to raise a PA. And so I really love the fact that you're like, I was super comfortable with this program. And so it, it kind of took away any anxiety of deciding to accept their offer. Because I think students sometimes forget about that too, is that you need to make sure it's right for you too. We're making sure it's right for us, but you also have a duty to make sure that this is a place you can see yourself grow and prosper. Um, so yeah, thank you for bringing that to our attention. That's great. And it's such a great point because every cohort that we've ever graduated, all of them are like, I have met the closest, best friends I've ever had. The faculty are like family. This whole class, you know, it's like one big dysfunctional family is what a lot of a lot of students say. Um, but every single cohort says the exact same thing. And it's like, this is like one big family. And I'm so glad I went through some of the hardest years of my life with this family. And, you know, we follow and our students, our former students uh, follow us on, on social media and they're still getting together. I mean, from yes. some of the first cohorts we taught years ago, they're still getting together. They're still in each other's weddings. They're still celebrating the, the births of new babies and all that sort yeah. of thing. Some of them so. even got married. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, they got married. yeah, lifelong friends. Yeah. And because you guys are like going through the crucible together, right? You're going through the fire together. Yes. And that creates bonds that are just amazing. So even though our students come from all over the United States and they go back to their hometowns, they still get together. They still lift each other up. You know, they still talk about, you know, and consult with each other because they're in different specialties. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it really is truly awesome when you find your place and then, you know, your class, whatever size it is. It's really great that you feel like you fit in there because it's lifelong. It really is truly lifelong friendship and sometimes yeah. even more with some of our students. Yeah, which is one of the beauties of PA yeah. school because I, I don't think that there's any other graduate school profession out there that quite has that intimacy. I like that factor, like the intimacy and the lifelong friendships. That's how you're going to make it through. Yeah, and we don't, you know, we don't rank people, so we don't, we're not vying for residencies or for, you know, positions at top firms or whatever. You know, we don't rank people, and so it really is true community learning, and I do think Katie's right that that sets us apart from a lot of other schools where maybe you feel like you're competing with your classmates. You don't feel like that at all in PA school. Like, you are literally not competing. You guys are all trying to survive and swim. <laughs> so we don't get any of this, like, competition because nobody knows what anybody else is getting. We all just know that we, you know, definitely have to maintain a standard, but that we're all trying to learn the same information, and so there's a lot of helping out, and I think you're right. I don't know of any other program that has that sort of intimate and that mm -hmm. kind of community learning aspect of it that we're all hoping everybody does well. Yeah, and I think that a lot of it is the common goal of serving yes. and impacting the world through healthcare. And when it all comes down to it, it's not a grade. It's not about the grade. It's not about your GPA in PA school. It's about can I learn this information so that when I graduate, I can care for my patients. I can you know, serve them, serve this world in the best way possible. And I think that that's 
probably what makes PA school so different is that it's not competition based. It's what can I do for the people of this world? Yeah, that's so true. Right. <laughs> I know, right? It is so true though. Yeah, I'm like a mic drop there. <laughs> what are you most excited about PA school and what are you most nervous about? to either people who are thinking about becoming PAs, people who are trying to becoming PAs, people in TASCO or thinking about TASCO or reapplicants, like any sort of last minute piece of advice or wisdom. Yeah, I would say have some pre-PA buddies maybe you went to undergrad with or maybe you met them through, you know, the Facebook group that you two have started. Have some buddies that you can vent to or use as motivation through the process because it sucks. It's very exhausting. And, you know, use your free resources. There's so many, like, detriments, I guess, to the application process. Everything costs money. Sending your transcripts to GRE, the PA cat. So try to find as many free resources first and have your buddy and you'll make it through. Love it. Love it. What is that saying? Misery loves company, right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, last and final question. We ask everybody this question. Who are you when your future white coat comes off? Yeah, um, so you can't tell because I'm sitting right now, but I'm super tall. So my whole life, like, I love playing basketball. It's just a super competitive sport. It's, you know, in ground and requires some skill. So I love doing that in my free time, doing Pilates, yoga. Anything that kind of, like, is a good reset for me has to do with, like, working out, those types of things. Um, I love hanging out with my friends, checking out, like, new bars in San Diego, I'm definitely going to miss that, but they'll come visit me, like, in Nashville, and if I were, you know, I would bring you in. Oh, you're going to have so much fun in Nashville. And obviously, I love, like, my family time. My family's all very close and super supportive of each other. Well, Danielle, thank you so yes. much uh, for sharing your story with our listeners. We wish you the best success, and we're excited that you're going to be in our state, so hopefully we can catch up with you. And, you know, good luck with your move. Um, I know you're starting in January, so good luck with that. We think you're going to be amazing PA, and we really cannot wait to see what you're going to do with this profession. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to Where the White Coats Come Off. We are so happy you are here and so excited for all that your future holds as a PA. Before you leave, go to the show notes and download your free 30 days of tips to be the best PA school candidate. 30 actionable, tactical tips that will make you a better candidate to grab the attention of PA programs so you can land those interviews. Grab it in the show notes. Also, if these episodes are helpful for you, please subscribe and leave a review. When you leave a review, you are automatically entered into our weekly drawing to win some epic prizes. So subscribe and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening, and we are so honored to be a part of your path to PA. We will see you later this week with the next episode.